Oh, hey man, pass the munchies. Cowabunga, brother. <clears throat> Dude, is this thing rewound? Um, dude, what are we even watching? Man, I can't <laughs> find that tape. Oh, have I got a tape for you? Who are you? Here to help you find that tape. From Party Fish Media, this is VH Quest. VH Quest. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Quest Now. The VH Quest Now. <laughs> uh, what's up, Ben? Not much, Mike. How you doing? Good, dude. We are sitting here uh, recording another episode of this beautiful podcast. The one and only VH Quest. VH if you're listening to this, we hope that you are a VH Quester. We hope that you have some tapes. Uh, if, if you're still listening to this by this uh, third episode, uh, either you know you're a collector and you're you're digging it, or well, you you've, just you've seen them. You've, you've been, seen them. You've seen if them. you've listened to it, you've passed a few tapes, and you're like, "Should I?" Nah, or, nah. But then you're like, "Should I?" And we, we're we're here to tell you, you should. You should. You really. You should. really should. <laughs> or you just hate us so much that you continue to make fun of us and turn this into a drinking game every time we say the word like or uh. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Either way, really glad that you're you're sticking around listening with us this week. Seriously. It it really means a lot to yeah, us. Yeah, you're really helping us out here. So we are we've been kind of having this conversation and it's it's always ongoing. It changes all the time for me. But we were talking about distribution the yeah, other week. Distro. And I've got a few off the top of my head. I love Vidmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vidmark is good. Um I love Lightning Video. Lightning yep. video is good. Key video. Key video. Ooh, the rainbow. Ooh, oh yeah. Yeah, key video is a good one. Prism. Prism is solid. Um, so if you're if you're sitting here and you're listening and you're like, what the hell are they talking about? Um, I myself, I wasn't really even uh, introduced into distribution companies like that that are the main like VHS specific companies until really recently. More like when I've been when I moved to Seattle and hanging out with more of you guys when I started getting into like the true collecting. Yeah. But these are basically names and companies and distribution um, labels that released a lot of the movies on tape that weren't some big named Hollywood studio. Yeah. Well, sometimes they or Hollywood. Were, but... Sometimes they were, but they usually weren't like the. A lot of them dealt with uh, a lot of horror movies or a lot of like underground movies. Or things that were really big in certain communities, and like in the punk community and such, but may not have been like Miramax or I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't as Fox big. Box like, And that's the thing is, is you start to realize the patterns when you start questing more and you start finding tapes because, um, say you really like, like Puppet Master or something, and and you start finding more Full Moon video, mm-hmm. like you know most of the time it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be probably some weirdo horror movie with puppets right you know (laughs) but um you know what to expect with some of these labels um and sometimes you don't sometimes it's just you know they put out quality stuff and and that's that's the nice part it's kind of this cool pattern where you start to find stuff by by you know uh, by canon video and you're like well they put out solid weird action movies and so 
I'm going to pick up this tape because if that's the distro, like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's probably going to be good. Are there any uh, specific movies that you can think of from distro labels that our listeners might know? Or, like, if you're... If you're kind oh, of an geez. avid collector, so is there anything that we can put out there just to give some examples? Um, I guess a solid example would I I guess we could say Canon. Canon. Um, and there's a whole the reason I say that is because for all of our listeners out there, they just did a documentary on Canon Video, who put out a lot of a lot of really solid like the movie Breakin, which is a breakdancing movie, Breakin Two, Electric Boogaloo. Those were put out by Canon. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. It's um, not a fun but one. then they also do cool action movies like Death Wish with Charles Bronson. Yeah, um, and and then they also do like uh, Buckaroo Banzai and weird stuff like. The, oh, I totally yeah. Forgot. So Dude, it's I saw this van uh, that was parked on the street by my house that said what was it? It was like no no matter where you're going, there you are, right? Or something like that from yeah. Buckaroo Banzai. And I remember seeing that and just being like, that guy definitely has tapes. That guy. <laughs> that yeah. guy definitely has tapes. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a symbol. And I think that's kind of like, that's the part that I really like about um, distribution companies. And like when you go out, I always pick it up if it's if it's something that you recognize. Um, and and once you see that that symbol, it's really exciting because even if the even if the movie's bad. There's uh the ins- what is it the insignia what what whatever the they put at the beginning of the, the yeah, film like those the, are always so exciting yeah you know, like, what you call that I don't I don't know uh, it's not like their logo but it's like their it's uh, like their insignia sounds good yeah watermark I don't know what the heck um, but it's yeah I don't know there's something exciting about it and you start to get them like once you've collected enough you start to get them memorized like the jingle that they have or whatever their uh, their animation is like a page swipe or something weird where like stars blow up in your face and and it emerges out of the the space dust and you're like wow oh i've never been so excited to see this cbs fox or whatever right. <laughs> um and it also it also comes down to and I, I know a lot of people that collect like a lot of tapes they separate their tapes by um, yeah by, by the distribution by labels yeah, yeah because a lot of the packaging especially like you were saying key video mm-hmm. uh, it's got this royal blue with red and yellow and kind of this rainbow layout to it and they look great um, and then even if you go like RCA they'll have like the the red border with the black spine always. Um, and you just start to notice it in the wild. You start to spot it. And and once you get that down, your your eyes kind of trained to see these things, then you kind of know that I want to get that tape or I want to add that to my collection. Of, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people, you, know, you walk in, they'll have a whole shelf of just that one specific distribution company's releases. Yeah, and, and it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really awesome. There's some people that we've been talking to recently just... Or just people that, you know, some of us are friends with and stuff. And we go around, we see their collections just to get some inspiration for the podcast. And they just have some of the coolest, like, like labeled and coolest uh, arrangement of different distro labels. And that's a, that's a really important thing with, with being a VHS collector. Because there's, there's one step about, you know, being into the movies and being into the art and being into the directors and being into the content of the film. But there's another part about being 
kind of loyal or true to certain distro labels and being like wanting to delve deeper into a certain label and look at those individual films that label made yeah. because then it gets into a lot of uh, like reasons why these films became popular or reasons why these films are culturally important is because of as well the distro label behind it yeah and you know it's not always the same one every time um i've met handfuls of people that have the same movie like seven or eight times because it got different releases by different distribution companies but i also know that that person i mean they're not gonna have like 50 copies of like like father of the bride right you know, like, they're not gonna like <laughs> father i don't of the think that, too. i don't think that movie ever did get released by you know anything other than a major you know my dist- best friend or my big fat greek wedding yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly um but if it's you know if it's a horror movie and it got a couple different releases why wouldn't you collect them all it's like finding pokemon you know you want to try and find every single copy of that yep. movie that you love uh and find it in every single you know Every single spine, every single design it, it had, every release it got, um, and that's that's the beauty of that's that's the beauty of collecting is you're you're preserving the different art form of packaging that they put on the tape, and uh, I mean you're not necessarily getting a different movie, maybe you're getting different trailers for that distri- the, the other movies that right, that place put out. Right, it's it's like these are different art pieces by different artists, and you know. You have one level of the artist being the director, being that you know the actors, being the the content. But then there's another level of VHS being art, not just movies, but being art with the casing. And each distribution label has their different casing, has their different cover art. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people, as we talk about before too, people collect tapes for the cover art a lot of times. Always, yeah. Um, that that's, that's a, a huge one. Yeah, that's a big thing. And so having these different distro label releases is just one one extra level as well i feel like distribution labels are really important with the idea of when the when the movie came out getting the movie out there to people and they were really important and really integral to the spreading of smaller films into popular culture but just as important as the distribution label uh it's up to you our fans yeah to share what you find because you are the next step. Um, because as much as the the label is cool, at the end of the day, we just want to see a good movie, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but we're gonna be talking to some people today um, who do their own distribution, which is sick. Yeah, it's really cool, and that's I'm really excited to get to them. They're gonna be it's really awesome. Um, there, I've known one of the guys for for a long time here, but what's cool about them as well is that they're taking new films and films that they are creating or films that their friends are creating or just uh, you know films of people that are in the film community and they're creating VHS boxes, cover art, labels and they're distributing them through their like own uh, you know through their own website. Yeah. which is really awesome to think about in 2018 it, almost 2019 yeah. it that makes that's it, going on makes it easy for people to do that and it's it's cool because it's you can make your own film um you could make you know bootlegs for your friends who gives a shit i mean if the movie's out there and you need to share it with somebody whether it's something you made or something you found that's weird 
you know, package it yourself and give it to people. Yeah, because dude. it's really not about keeping it to yourself, especially with the VHS community. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta show show people this crazy weird monster of mm-hmm. goo. Make some cool fucking bootlegs, create your own packaging for it. And share that shit. Yeah, seriously. Especially with us, because we want it. <laughs> create your own distribution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do it. Just create your own bootleg distribution. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we get to their interview, um, just want to kind of go over the basic here. Anything you found this past month? Um, I I guess I'll just share one film that I watched that is awesome. Um, it's called Blood Hook. Uh, it's, uh, my, which if you, if you, if you're listening this far to episode three on episode one, our buddy Taylor, um, introduced me to this film, but, uh, it's a good one. It's, uh, technically not a slasher, but a splasher. Um, and it's about an a evil, slasher flick. <laughs> it's about an evil fisherman who hooks people and I guess they just drown. I mean, <laughs> I think they just drown. He like hooks them, pulls them off the boat, and people can't swim at all in this film. Um, But it's super entertaining. It's really fun. Um, And yeah, I think that's that's my movie. My movie of the month. Yeah, cool cover art. Cool. Oh yeah, great cover art. It's like a chick. It's like that. uh, The girl getting like. The little girl with the dog, you know, where she's like, oh, my underpants. Oh, whatever. yeah. The it's like the same tan lotion. Yeah, the suntan lotion girl, but instead it's like some like busty model with like a hook on her oh, panties. Oh, my God. Oh, it's great. It's really great. It's all oh, hand drawn, you know. And I'm pretty sure Shit. Lloyd Kaufman, some of the trauma people helped fund it. Oh, cool. I don't yeah. think they were associated. It wasn't a trauma release, but they helped fund it. Um, and it's cool. There's really cool effects. It's got a nice payoff. I would mm-hmm. say check out that splasher flick. <laughs> splasher flicks. Yeah. Fuck. I, uh, I, I found, so I, I've been kind of, uh, I've been kind of dry on horror movies lately just from where I've been going. Hasn't had too much, uh, horror picking, but what I did find that I think was kind of cool and it's kind of just like the, the little bit of nerd in me is that, uh, Back when they would release like N sixty four games, and back when they would release um, like like the one I have is Diddy Kong Racing, uh, they have tapes of gameplay and tapes of like weird like super weird like nineties sketches and jokes and stuff that dealt with Diddy Kong Racing, and then yeah. interviewing people about how to play the game that like N- Nintendo would ship to video stores, like ship to Blockbuster, yeah. and play those in the TV when the game came out. Oh, that's awesome. So, so I it's, found, yeah. Because I know uh, Donkey Kong had their own show. Yeah, was, oh yeah. Which was awful. Oh yeah, uh, so bad. Terrible, but... Um, yeah, no, I, this is just like some an instructional promo, yeah, promo video. Nice. And uh, the cover has, the cover does not say anything about what it is. It basically just has... It just like says Diddy Kong Racing and has like graphics of Diddy Kong in a racing car. Uh, it's super weird. I found it and I was like, I gotta know what this is. And so I snagged that bad boy and uh, watched it a couple days ago. Really tripped out. Yeah, made your, made my skin crawl. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> it was pretty cool. If you can yeah. if you can find any of those, uh, if anybody out there has any of those weird uh, video game tapes. Uh, send us some pictures. Um, shoot us some like yeah. over email or Instagram. Send us some pics because I just want to know which ones are out there. I'm just I'm curious to know about like how many they made. Yeah, for sure. And I guess with the same thing on on my end, if you have any splasher flicks, I'm trying yeah. to watch more. You want some more splasher? Some flicks, like houseboat horror. Or some, yeah. Some weird uh, splashy gore. 
Um, well, we're going to move on with the, into our episode and, yeah. and talk to, uh, to somebody who does their own distribution. Which, yeah. uh, Just a couple of Chicago friends of mine. Uh, they run a distribution label called Weird Life Films, making some cool kind of campy horror stuff and just some cool experimental work. And yeah, we're going to talk with them in just a little bit here and kind of pick their brains and see what they think about distribution and how they how they do their work. And how they quest. Yeah, so uh, we will be right back. Don't go away. Don't touch that remote. Don't change the ta- channel. Maybe use the bathroom. Maybe use the bathroom. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to VH Quest. Thank you so much for still listening. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we have a really special, awesome, cool guest today. Um, actually, double guests. Uh, we have Ryan Ohm and Jeremy. Is it Marson? Marsan, yeah. Marsan. Gotcha. You said it right. I was going to correct you because everyone says it. Marsan. But yeah, Marson. Marson. Awesome. Um, yeah, this is actually also our first remote interview. Um, you guys, you guys used to live in the, in Chicago, in the city of Chicago. Oh yeah. We're right down here in uh Ukrainian village. Yeah. We, we Sick. still do. Sick. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually where, uh, that's a little back background here. Uh, I met Ryan when I was living in Chicago, um, and I was doing this art gallery deal and Ryan submitted one of his videos and we showed it at this little film screening that we did uh, we both went to the same college as well uh did you finish i did i did somehow i did you know nice and nice i did not <laughs> history you know cool so um both of y'all uh tell us a little bit about you guys yeah sure so um yeah my name's jeremy uh uh just so you can differentiate our voices um but uh, I work in music and film, um, work alongside Ryan sometimes, who's more of a film guy uh, than I am. I'm more uh, into the, on the music side of things. But uh, we started this uh, VHS distribution company called uh, Weird Life LTR. It took the name uh, from Ryan's film company, Weird Life Films, but we added LTR, which means limited tape run. And actually, before I describe that too much, Ryan, you should introduce yourself i guess oh yeah ryan here um like jerry said i'm in the film biz mostly and that's kind of what you know always love vhs's and uh you know as a filmmaker you know the more i can get back to the video store in my mind the better um but yeah just chicago based and uh do a lot of music videos and narrative films and uh jeremy and i actually just finished our first feature-length film called at the park by the creek which will be putting oh, awesome. out vhs soon that's dope very cool. Thanks. Man. Uh, Jerry, do you or Jeremy, do you do you make uh, do you make the music for Ryan's movies? Uh, some of them. Um, I have I've done some scoring. Uh, I know Ryan's worked with like a couple different musicians around here. Uh, Hurst Chabra did 
his feature film, which was a sick soundtrack. So, you know, I'd be honored to do more of them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he certainly will. There's a lot of there's a lot of good musicians to choose from. Yeah, I mean, Ryan's a pretty okay guy, so you know, you should definitely feel <laughs> decent. Honored. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Yeah. Well, so so Ryan, the last time I saw you, you were in Seattle. Actually, you were hanging out with uh, with uh, Marty Coletta and some of the some of the guys out here. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, from from there till now, uh, we haven't really caught up too much. What do you, what have you been up to? Uh, like you specifically, what have you been doing in the past? What's probably been about a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I co-own that Weird Life Films, like Jerry mentioned, which is kind of like the umbrella company that holds LTR underneath it. And we've been doing a ton of fun music videos and uh, just some corporate commercial stuff and, you know, generally just making movies as best and as much as we can. Um, and like I mentioned, Jeremy and I, over the last year, have been finishing that film. So we both put a lot of time into that. We sort of co-directed that bad boy and... Uh, shipped it off to a bunch of festivals and uh it's screened about seven or eight times now and we just did some kind of like uh you know wine for the hell of it we did south by and slam dance so we've got our fingers crossed for that but uh you know hoping to make another feature length soon together and you know rope in a lot of other cool people so been hey. busy but having fun you know yeah that sounds great South by wait, is South by Slam Dance or is it are you just saying South by Southwest? Is that your slang for it? Oh, oh no, no. Those are so Slam Dance is like a uh, spin off of Sundance at the same uh it's in uh whatever that place in uh Utah. Utah, in yeah. Park yeah. City. Yeah, yeah, Park City. And it's more for like DIY like indie filmmakers, if you will. And then South by separately, we submitted to as well. Oh, so those are two. So you're doing South by and this thing called Slam Dance. Yeah, if it all yeah. works out, we're just waiting back now. You know, sure, the cross the fingers kind of deal. You mm. know, you know it. Hell yeah! So hey, um, I guess the main question is why? Uh, why would you choose to release everything on VHS? Like when people come up to you and they're like, "Hey, cool film thing you got going," but where can I get a DVD copy? Like, what's your typical response when people? Uh, ask you why vhs well you know unfortunately this is not the right answer to say right but a, a lot of the films we release they are available like digitally so <laughs> we're you know that there's always that option it's a pretty lame one but there's always that option but we do have a few films and ours is going to be the same case where it's going to be exclusively vhs you're not going to be able to stream it for a while, at least. You can only watch it on VHS. And the reason being that, I, you know, I don't have the data, but I imagine a movie's on, you know, uh, Amazon Prime or Netflix. The number of people who are going to watch the first, like, two minutes. Sorry, we have sirens passing here. Uh, number of people are going to watch, like, two minutes, and then they're just going to switch to, like, whatever TV show they were house, yeah. Right, Full House, yeah. It's probably astronomical, I don't know, 95%. Whereas if someone's going to buy a VHS tape, like, you're going to watch it, right? Right, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. And it's like that physicality, too, of, like, we love, like, we make a lot of the artwork ourselves or work with the filmmakers and kind of channel that, you know, in a movie store back in the day when like things would be a little ripped and like, you know, had scotch tape on it and they were worn in and, you know, faded crease corners. Like we love 
holding that and like each tape we make is kind of customly you know for lack of a better term like managed by us so we like every tape is different in how we finish it you know we like sometimes we'll uh add a coffee stain coffee stain whiskey stain whiskey for a little scent blow some cigarette smoke on tape so they smell old you know we got a lot of fun stuff in the the witch's cauldron but uh for us too it's that physicality you know you can hold that bad boy you can put on your shelf you know it's just a cool thing that doesn't really exist so much anymore fuck yeah I, that's kind of interesting to think about. I never really kind of thought about that idea of if you put in a VHS tape, you're more likely to finish the movie rather than if you're just right. like putting something on streaming and if you know, you're like five minutes in and you're like, Oh, whatever, fuck this. I'm going to turn on you know, the office, which is, you know, my, my guilty pleasure. Uh, <laughs> I, I never kind of thought like whenever, you know, whenever me and Mike are watching tapes, even if it's just bullshit, we still finish it. Why, why, like, why do you, why do you think that's, uh, why do you think that's a phenomenon? Like, why do you think that is? You know, there might be a, like a personal thing where, uh, it's, you can't put it on your shelf unless you've watched it. Like, it's like a trophy. And if, if you bought this thing and you want to put it on your shelf, you know, you gotta, you yeah. gotta earn it. Somebody comes over and they're like, what's that? You can't be like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. You know, it's like, a, right. Oh, I sat through that whole bad boy, you know, with my dog or my girlfriend or my dad and, you know. <laughs> had a beer and a bucket of popcorn. And yeah, and you, even I if, loved it, if it was, it. yeah, if it's terrible, you almost have a better story sometimes. Like, yeah, this movie blows, but I, but it's sick. I'm gonna keep it up here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know. And there's never been a bad cover in my mind on a VHS tape, unless it was like a Hollywood, you know, at the end of VHS when they're just like putting everything on it. Before that, like 80s to like mid 90s, there's not a bad VHS cover. They put more time into it. It's just a different aesthetic, you know. Yeah, it may be a bad movie, but it's not a bad cover. Exactly. We we asked our guest uh, last month about whether or not she's watched all of the tapes that she has, and I I'm guilty of not not watching all the tapes that I own. I may have seen the movie, but I actually haven't maybe watched the tape itself. And so you're saying here, you know, that if you if you have the tape, you should you, know, you should watch the movie. But do you honestly have any tapes that you haven't watched? Uh, I will say that I personally do have tapes I haven't watched. Hypocrite. But I don't put them on display. <laughs> so I think okay, that's fair. That's fair. You don't that's how I justify it personally. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I probably have a ton that I haven't watched just because my uh, late night post a few beers. You know, I'll spend 10 bucks on eBay and a tape, and then I just got a stack that is ready to watch. But, you know. It's 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 in the pile. It's in the queue. You know, I'll go for that before Netflix. I've got cats in my house, and they've just been pissing all over my VHS box right now. But um, <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. Right? Yeah, you just got to keep digging through it. And uh, I'm also guilty. You know, like I will say, like as far as popping into tape, I I'm guilty of buying the the few tapes too, where you're like you pop it in, and it's immediately just. I mean, I, I guess if it's got some wear and tear, it's easier to turn off. But I have quite a few where, like, I'll buy it because I'm like, oh, somebody told me about this. And then I'm like, this is garbage. Like, this is absolute garbage. I, I bought a brick of shit. <laughs> and that was like, what was that movie that you bought at Al's uh, that was just total piece of shit? Oh, okay, so, you yeah, you guys are totally right. Where, like, you buy a movie and you're like, wow, this cover's 
fucked. This is like the best thing I've ever seen. I bought this movie called Teen Alien recently. And it's like this teenage kid's face splitting in half. And in the (laughs) middle of it is this grotesque alien coming out. And it's all hand-drawn. But you flip it to the backside, right? And there's no, there's not even like a movie clip. So it's just all like the synopsis. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give this a shot. Because... (laughs) What I don't know. I got. I'll probably add it to my shelf just because the artwork is so sick. You know, <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's not worth it. It's a ter- terrible movie. Yeah. yeah, but that's the fun in it too. It's like some of that you know VHS that I have are like movies that like I would have made if I was alive and like you know if I was twenty in the nineties, I probably would have made one of these films straight to tape and like you know a couple hundred people would have seen it. And then it's like total garbage, but like just having that and being like, you know, who else will ever see this is like kind of cool. You know, it's like watching a bad Lifetime movie, but not everyone has seen it. An exclusive bad Lifetime movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the act of owning the tape and the act of watching the movie in itself is its own you know, it's own feeling, you know, it may be like this bullshit movie, but you've seen it, you own the tape and that in itself is it's, you know, you're on a different level of, of the, of movies that, that you've watched. Um, so my, my next question here is, uh, so, well, the, the idea of this podcast is questing for tapes. You know, it's in the title VH quest. Uh, so it's about going out, finding tapes, uh, curating tapes. It's about, actively pursuing tapes not necessarily just going to goodwill and looking through their tape section even though that is in itself a quest but it's the the act of pursuing tapes and since you guys run a tape label and as well i saw on the on your website that you guys have like a salvage um, section of tapes that you found what do you do to quest both of you hmm well, I guess a lot of thrift store runs. Yeah, garage sales, thrifties. Uh, in different parts of the country, like if we're, we play in a band together. So if we're on tour, we'll stop yeah. at, at a thrift store in various towns just to see, uh, especially, you know, the more rural you get, yeah. um, people, some people are still kind of using VHS as their main means. At least uh, they've held on to them for much longer. So you have, uh, a way cooler selection of, of movies. I feel yeah. like that's how it goes too. Yeah. Once you hit those like rural, rural areas, like I was just on the Oregon coast like a couple months ago. And it's so cool when you walk into a place and you're like, man, this is all antiques. Like this is boring as hell. And then you hit like a back room that's just books. And then there's a wall to wall. That's like hundred. <laughs> yeah. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I just had the same experience in uh northern Wisconsin. Um and uh I picked up uh some cool ones. Uh he's reaching for good, the tapes good. right now. Off the this shot. is this is exactly the meat that we need. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. We know about Tell it. us your tapes. Give us your tapes. What have you found? He found this sick Return of the Living Dead, which is like, I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but it's a pretty rare one, but it's a uh, Dan O'Bannon yeah, yeah. directed. And he, he did a bunch of horror movies back in the day. And this one particularly is like party in the graveyard, like complete, almost like a, uh, 
who's that guy who did like the rock and roll high school, Roger Corman or whatever. Yeah, super cheesy, super campy, like the epitome of cult. Super sick find. And then he's got another one that has the bottom f- flap still intact, and it's a nice media release. Oh, whoa, yeah, because I, I found one that's like HBO, but I've never seen the media one. Yeah, yeah, mediums are rad. I think they actually still sell for a lot, but this one's called Beyond the Door. Sick cover. I wish I wish this wasn't a podcast so we could show it, but yeah. it's, it's one of the eeriest covers. Yeah, a bit of a ghost sort of very opaque above a, a woman who's got a headband on like she's in like psychiatric care. Very wild. Well, we have uh, we have an Instagram for VH Quest that we are um, then posting the different tapes that people tell us about. So you you all should uh, send me a picture of, of the tape uh, over like Facebook or text it to me or something like that. Oh, sure. Hell yeah. We'll send you a few of our favorites. What else you got? Yeah, what else that- you got? Come on. Quest more. Well, one, one more here uh, from that find. Uh, this was just, um, I don't even know what it is, but it's called Commune with the Dolphins. <laughs> and I believe it's just was released by some zoo or uh, some, uh, I don't know, wildlife group. And it's its one of these just like totally, uh, its I'm, I'm sure it doesn't really have a value. You know, no one's buying these. But uh, it's the kind of movie that I'll throw on when I'm having like a party. And just to have these like a cool classic VHS visuals of some people wearing rad 80s scuba gear, <laughs> swimming with dolphins. And it, no doubt it's going to have a sick, like warbly analog synth soundtrack to go with it, like Boards of Canada style. Oh, yeah. That just gets better over time, you know? Yeah. And then one other one I found recently was uh, Winter Ice Storm 1991. And it was like a, someone ripped it off the old telly and like sold dubs of it like back in the 90s. And it's like news reports and like live TV recorded over with commercials of this massive ice storm that happened. And it's just so sick. It like transports you back in time. Um, it's classic. I want to see that. Yeah, nice white clamshell. God, Ooh, that is good. just, that's like, ugh, those are the best finds. Especially like you, you two were saying you go to garage sales a lot. It's like my favorite thing. It's just like if somebody's selling a box of like, home recordings and you get just a bundle of commercials that you get to watch with. I mean, even if you've seen the show a million times, like kind of it part of VHS kind of brings you back immediately. But also when you find something that's like home recorded, it just. Oh. With the commercials in it. We talked about that on our first episode with uh, one of our friends, Taylor and about how uh, I have like 50 or a hundred. I don't remember how many boxes now of, ripped Japanese television like movies and TV shows and game shows and stuff that I got from this guy on Craigslist and they all have like the original commercials uh, these really really strange like Japanese commercials it's like some it's like Japanese and Korean television and it is wild I also have a lot of uh, Star Trek old Star Trek rips that Damn. I got from this other guy on Craigslist and they're all from the sci-fi channel and you can imagine the commercials on the sci-fi channel from like 1999. Huh. No, that's sick. That's such a good part of it. I have like a Seinfeld TV rip and I watch the same episode a lot just because like the commercials and like, you know, brings you back. It's so tight and great shows. Yeah. <laughs> Was that kind of maybe your start? Like we, we, we asked about why, why tapes and why you release and, 
and you know want my you collect but where did it start did it start from ripping tapes as a kid did it start from you know being obsessed with movies getting into high school and college where where was your where did it pique your interest well i think you know ironically i mean you know we're probably all about the same age and like when we were doing this as kids uh we, we didn't think twice about it. That was the only way to record something from TV or the only way to watch something that wasn't on TV was to throw in a tape. So it was kind of second nature. Like I didn't necessarily love the medium back then because it was just, it was the only way to do it. Um, but what kind of like resurged it, uh, you know, in our twenties was actually, um, I was trying to send music, um, uh, you know, an album I just recorded with my band, um, which is now a band that Ryan and I are in together, but before that. Um, and we were trying to send it out to like blogs and, you know, publications and stuff. And we decided just on a whim to, uh, to uh, put it on a VHS tapes. We had like a music video and we put some visuals to the rest of the songs and we got some like cool cover art and down the color of the tapes. Oh yeah. And I found a bunch of blue tapes on eBay for like really cheap, which you can't oh, right. find Wait, anymore. So even like that was like, like three years ago. Just blank, blank, like blank blue tapes. Yeah. Oh, what exactly. the hell? That's, that's like, that's a- yeah. Yeah. It was such a good find. He got like what? 40 of them. Like- I got 40 of them for probably $10. And I, I swear it would be like, $80 now for that. Like just yeah. a few short years ago, they were way easier to find. Yeah. 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 See, I always thought it would be cool if somebody opened like a warehouse that just made different colored VHS tapes, you know, like, or like transparent. I've never seen personally any transparent tapes, but yeah. Uh, we'll send you a photo. We got a Hell couple yeah. actually recently. Yeah. We just found it. It. Yeah. We we're always tracking down sources and there's a, there is a warehouse in uh, Austria. Austria. Their, their website's in German, but they they claim to have uh, clear tapes in stock, and they keep they always say, "Oh, it's out of stock right now, but it's going to be in stock uh, summer 2017." <laughs> and then summer, you know, yeah. it came around. Then they said winter 2017. Then they said spring 2018. So they kept increasing the time, and we've sent them a bunch of emails. In, in English, they haven't responded. We gotta find I think I think we just need to get in touch with Schwarzenegger and be like, yo, we need you to bring some muscle over to Austria. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. True. That'd be sick. Oh man. But yeah, we're always after that too. And like a big part of our uh our quest is that like when we go out, we're not only looking for cool tapes for our collection, but since they don't really make new tapes anymore, except for these weird, you know warehouses you find on like dh gate and like strange places like we repurpose a lot of tapes that are in good shape so we'll like pull out like a you know a bunch of nickelodeon tapes that are orange the monsters inc like you said we found red tapes purple tapes i mean you find anything and sometimes you open up a slip case and there's another tape in there and that's like how i found that seinfeld thing it was in like a you know like some blockbuster movie cover but inside was that oh a different one yeah it's like a pleasant surprise yeah i find a lot of these like weird like i'm not i'm not really sure what the label even is but it's like hip-hop a lot of like hip-hop kind of like 
distro, distro tapes yeah. that are like always yellow. I have no idea. They're all yellow. And <laughs> I've found, I, I got to figure out what the, what the company is or, or the, the releasing place is called, but yeah, every single tape I've gotten from them is always yellow and I'm super stoked on it. <laughs> Damn, well, if you ever need anywhere to send those yellow tapes, you know, I'll send you our address. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Always looking for a place. But, yeah. So, okay, so I wanted to bring up another thing, um, just kind of a side note. Like, So there's a lot of remakes going on right now. You, you're both collectors. Like, what's, um, what's your opinion about – what's your opinion on, like, um, revamps of things? Because, like, you like to release stuff, like um, – I don't know. I've been talking to a lot of people about them. Like, what, what, how do you feel about new directors and people that are coming out with revamps of, of masterpieces that I'm sure you have and own in your collection? Hmm. Well, I guess as a, uh, you know, a film dude, um, I'm usually like pretty against them, to be honest. My, I hate sequels a lot too. It just feels like the ultimate cheat to like filmmakers who like films. You know, it's like, give somebody else a shot to make like an authentic movie, you know, quit, quit. Ripping yeah. Off yeah that shit, I, was, you know? I was, I was just bringing up Schwarzenegger and I'm like, Oh yeah, the new predator is coming out soon. So I'm like, uh, maybe I'll bring this question right. up. But yeah, I think being a filmmaker, I'm sure you'd rather see something original. Right. Right. But then it's like, there's the off chances where it's like the new Halloween. I really like, uh, I think, is it David Gordon green who's doing that? Or is it, uh, or maybe it's the guy from it follows, but, uh, Whoever that, yeah, it's David. David Gordon. Is that Green. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, I'm really excited to see, and I love the original, but I hated like the Rob Zombie ones. But this one, I'm got hope for, yeah. and I also just love Halloween movies. But yeah, overall, my take is that you know, I usually not not for it. But what do you think, Jerry? Um, I want to say that I don't like them, but I feel like there's an example out there of a movie that I love that actually is a remake, and I didn't realize it. So Which I don't film. I, I, that's it. I can't think of it right now because mm. in my mind, I'm thinking it's an original, but I don't want to get caught in a, uh, you know, web of lies. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting now. I mean, it's just part of like, I kind of hate Hollywood. And that was a big thing for me with the tapes is that like, you know, it's such a fuck system where it's like, you know, almost rigged to keep the same people making the same movies over and over again. So, you know, even people say things are indie now and they're like, you know, a million dollars. And I'm like, that's not indie, you know? So for us, it's like with this, we can pick people like Matthew Wade, who is from Idaho and his movie, How the Sky Will Melt, was this like incredible horror experimental piece that he shot on 16 millimeter film, like, you know, for a bare bones budget he raised and paid for himself. And we're like, this guy deserves a good release. And even if we can only get it to X amount of people, you know, we'll make a badass cover and we'll give them like this sick releasing. And, you know, we don't like charge people up front. So it's like, you know, if one of you guys made a movie and we loved it, we'd put it out and you would literally just get money if we sold copies, you know. And it's you'd like, get this sick thing. Right. It's like, yeah. It's like all for the filmmaker because we are filmmakers. So it's like we, you know, kind of put ourselves in that shoe and we're like, how would we want to, you know. Do this. See our, how would we want to see our film? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like if, um, I mean, you guys both make music too. So it's kind of like, it's like releasing it on vinyl is such a victory. So like right. releasing a film on tape is just the same. Yeah. And like with vinyl, uh, there's just something immediately more gratifying about having a heavyweight yeah. record. 
uh, versus a, a flimsy one. And it's the same with tapes. We've, you know, uh, we've been discovering this more and more over time, but you know, the, like the tapes made in the eighties and early nineties are way heavier yeah. and thicker and they just feel so nice to hold. And then by the late nineties and early two thousands, which unfortunately is most of the new ones you find on the market. I, I actually, I don't know if there's any blank eighties tapes that you yeah. can buy in bulk, but those ones are really cheap and flimsy. So whenever possible, we want to, uh, you know, find these really, nice ones cool ones ones with like old uh video rental stickers yeah, on them yeah that just give you a fuzzy feeling when you pull it out of the uh box yeah so it's all really relative to that like you know i don't want to say analog trend because like i think it's something we always have dug but like obviously it's become more of a trend with like vinyl and like you know random people are into vhs now which is cool and we're all for it but like you know Super it's rad. interesting to yeah. see that like pick up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, yeah, there's like a new wave of it going around. Like the other day, my roommate and I, we were like, Hey, let's, let's watch Coneheads. Cause we were watching, we just got finished watching nothing but trouble. And we were like, Dan, it, that, I don't know if you guys have seen that one. It's the best. Oh yeah. But we, we got done watching and we were like, we want to keep watching Dan Aykroyd films. So we, I, neither of us had Coneheads on VHS and we tried to stream it and it just wasn't there. Like it was like $7 to rent <laughs> oh, it really? anywhere. Jeez. And then, so we went, yeah, we just went to Goodwill and it was there for 50 cents. So <laughs> it, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense <laughs> that people are Amazon. collecting VHS. Yeah. You know, and, and it doesn't really matter like if if your collection is every Adam Sandler movie, it's just cool that, you know, you're doing it on the cheap and you're still buying the VCRs while they're around. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. We actually had talked about, and we're still trying to figure out how to do it, but we want to start picking up VCRs and like cleaning them with the proper head cleaners, making sure they're good to go. And then like figuring out how to, in a sense, sell them to people who want them and like guarantee they work, but the shipping costs are just kind of what's really you know yeah putting a stick in the it wheel. would be yeah it would be almost you know probably twenty dollars per vcr and right uh it might there might be a point where they're they're so rare that that that's actually reasonable but right for now if you want one you can go to your local goodwill and get one for, for much cheaper than you yeah. know thirty dollars yeah we right. probably got my coworker. oh what's up my my coworker brought up this point about how uh the day when every v or every vcr breaks like when the last vcr breaks <laughs> and i had kind of a panic attack for a second yeah yeah well, i bet the library of congress has like a golden yeah. vcr made with diamonds and like because <laughs> they you know they have so much you know in their archive that right i don't know yeah. I imagine. And it's also like every VHS tape has like a, you know, you retrograde it every time you watch it. It only has like a thousand plays on every tape, you know, every time you watch it, the quality goes down. So it's interesting to see people in like these groups are like, oh, I'm not going to watch that except once a year because I want it to last. Huh. And it's like, you know, same yeah. with VCR. It's like we probably have, you've probably got like six, seven, eight, nine just because our dubbing station and I've got at least four just one of them doesn't even work but it's like a top loader that i just think is sick you know it's like oh, sick, yeah. that shit you know yeah we 
when we were building our like uh, duplication machine, uh, we had to go, I would say like one out of every three VCRs we'd buy would actually work. Like they might play a tape fine, but they only record in black and white or it's stuck on extra long play mode and it doesn't have a remote, so we can't change it. Quality shit. Yeah. yeah so the quality is really bad. So we, we, yeah, it took a lot to find like the, the players that were good because we always want, you know, even though there might be some people that are buying these just to have a cool collectible item and they might just watch the movie streaming. Um, we want every tape to be like as high quality as possible, you know, yeah. just, just as if you were buying a new tape in, you know, 1995. So it's, the we we never imagined it would be so hard to find VCRs that actually work, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, when we, when we release our film on a uh, tape, we'll send you guys a copy and you can give us uh, your full review on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I have I have my VCR DVD combo. I have a small TV with the VCR built in. You know, the nineteen inch. Yeah. I have another another VCR, just just a straight VCR, and then I have my backup VCR in case one of them breaks. Uh, I ha- I have a VCR that's like a worldwide VCR oh. that will play like NT- NTSC oh, no, or like PAL, like anything. Yeah, and it connects via BNC cable. Whoa. Do you have to get an adapter? It's for weird. TV? Yeah, you have to get a BNC to uh, BNC to oh, uh, RCA cable. Oh. Yeah, I got. I actually I stole that from Colombia. I mean, I borrowed yeah. it from Colombia. Yeah. I took a lot of things from Colombia when I left college. Whenever we <laughs> we've shipped a few tapes overseas to like England and and some other places in Australia, Australia, yeah. and we're always sort of like, uh, just so you know, just so you know, I, we don't we're not really sure if this will play. It's not pal, yeah, in your machine or not, uh, but have it anyway, I guess. Yeah. We actually had a UK film festival partner up with us, and the winner of the film festival got their movie released on VHS through us. And we were like, we're totally down, but it's the UK, so you probably have PAL VCRs. And the guy's like, oh, that's cool. I mean, you know. And we're like, are you going to watch them? And he's like, <laughs> good guy. But he's like, uh, I mean, it, you know. And we're like, okay, I see what's going on here. <laughs> we're down, you know. Yeah, you release the tape, and then no one, none of none of the people that that supported him are like, "Well, we don't fucking know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't know how to play." <laughs> hey, on the on the note of, of VCRs, though, do you think there's going to be a resurgence of that? You know, there's people more and more people are picking up tapes because they're cheap. I know that things fade out, and with streaming and everything, it's kind of like dying. But do you think that somebody's going to step up and be like, "I'm going to start remaking"? VCRs. Yeah, I, th- I think 100%. I mean, look at the vinyl market and look at all the new turntables. And even my dad is like, are you kidding me? Like, they're making turntables? He's like, who's the idiot that's buying that? I'm like, well, I know a lot. I just bought one. I know a lot of those idiots. <laughs> I think it's genius. I think the first company to do that and make like a, a nice, high-quality VCR for like a, 60, 70 bucks. A really portable one, like yeah. a, a smaller portable one. It's possible. I, I don't know enough about what goes into it or like how big of an investment you need to make them, you know. Right. The aesthetics could be through the roof on just the design, you know, where enough people would buy it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's like, there's obviously like a, a big difference between vinyl 
and uh you know vcr footage and the fact that like vinyl is more hi-fi than digital files or at least it's comparable and in some aspects it does have a wider frequency range with you know uh vcr footage like it's it's a lower adp right compared to the you know 4k footage the selling factor is more that you enjoy the 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 artifacts on on a VCR versus digital artifacts from streaming, which there's a lot of, right? But right. but you have to. It's more of a preference versus like a, like a absolute fact that VCR is better because it's not better. It's different. Right. I mean, arguably, it's worse than yeah, any it's other quality. You know, right. it's like 480p, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's why people love it. I mean, that's. That's why it becomes nostalgic. It's because you got the chops and the warbles and everything. Yeah, right. And we, I mean, we love that. It's like that's part of it, you know. Yeah, and some films like sound they do. I mean, I'm coming from audio. Yeah. When you get a this a really cool score, uh, compressed an ambient score compressed on a VHS tape, and it has a little bit of warbles. It sounds amazing. You know, you have a little bit of analog distortion on the dialogue when yeah. somebody's shouting. Oh, it yeah. It sounds really nice, but. Uh, to other people, I'm sure it's atrocious, but yeah, you know, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, they can all burn in <laughs> streaming. They can hell. burn at their um, desk job. Yeah, streaming their Netflix. yeah their desk corporate job. junkies. <laughs> you know what I've always thought would be cool is if uh, you know those like retro gamers have like d- they've designed like the the multi console or it's yeah. like NES, Super Nintendo, and they got like all the shit. Like, it'd be sick if somebody did, like, beta, Laserdisc, VCR, like, all in, like, one condensed thing. Yeah, that would be sick. I wonder if even the mechanics are possible, but I would buy that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be pretty pretty complicated. And it has But maybe not, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll be the first company to release a USB VHS drive for a Mac, and you can just plug in your tape and watch it on your fucking Mac. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! One can only dream. Start investing, boys. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the last question that we have here, and we ask this to all of our guests, the very important question: the pressure is on. What is your golden tape? <laughs> What's your golden yes. tape? Mm. Um. Yeah, right. Got one on the <laughs> I'll, I'll say one. Um, it's another tape that I think is technically worthless, but it's called The Great Alaskan Cruise. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was made, I think it was made by a cruise line as a, like a promotional tape, probably given out for free just to lure people to take this, you know, cruise all around Alaska. But it just has a sick soundtrack. It has awesome visuals, you know, and it's like, it almost feels a little creepy as you watch it because it's like this idyllic life, like Stepford Wives style, like go on this vacation in your golden years and and view these the, the golden <laughs> you know flowers of the Alaskan plains. But it's just sick. I I whenever I have people over, not every time, but often every I, time I put it on just as a visual background. Hell yeah. yeah. The perfect boat to commit suicide off of in your old age. <laughs> yeah, that's why they had to shut down, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I got probably. two, if that's allowed. 
uh, even split. Oh yeah, we'll 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 pass on this one yeah. for you. We'll, we'll do a. We'll give you gold, a pass. We'll do a gold. We'll split the gold bar in half, and you just can send, send us the invoice for the extra time. You know. <laughs> but I'd say probably I was looking for this tape forever, but it's an '80s movie with like Gene Simmons and uh, Ozzy Osbourne, and it's called Trick or Treat, and it's like pretty hard to find yeah. these days. But it's a sick Halloween like heavy metal film, and it's like classic Fuck '80s. Yeah. And I had to buy a moldy copy because that was the only one I could afford because most of them go for like 100 200 bucks. But I got a moldy copy and cleaned it. And it's just like the ultimate Halloween rock and roll 80s coming of age film. Yep. And that's like Fuck super yeah. dear to me. And the <laughs> other one's probably, uh, uh, shit, tip of my tongue here. I just lost it. Uh, uh, oh, it's like this old skate film that I got in high school. And it's called The Search for Animal Chin. And it's with like Tony Hawk and a bunch of skaters. And they go out to Hawaii. And it's like a narrative film that has skateboarding in it and another super hard one to find, but it's incredibly campy six skating. They skate spots in like Tony Hawk pro skater, like levels that you skate there. Like originally it was in this movie and an absolute incredible oh, tape. Yeah. yeah. Super chill. Did they see, did they have the same soundtrack to the game? Uh, I wish the soundtrack in the movie is like <laughs> kind of racist Hawaiian music that I think they just like ripped yeah. off. But Hawaiian. It's pretty sick. Huh. Yeah. So I'll know. I know what you'll be watching for Halloween. Oh, definitely the skater flick. <laughs> How'd you guess? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your guys' golden golden uh, tickets, if we may ask? Oh shit! Nobody fires back at us. Yeah, oh, damn. I guess it's gonna change. It'll probably change every episode now that you're throwing one back. Sure. But fuck, man. I don't know. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna change it up. Um, right now. I don't know. I'm going to have to say, I think it was just because it was the perfect find. It was in this weird Christian thrift store. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. Somewhere outside of Seattle. It was in like Linwood, Washington, mm. which is outside of, just outside of Seattle. And uh, I was digging through and everything was just like, you, you could tell they were maybe, maybe throwing away some shit, like some good shit. Because it was very like curated to be like not horror based or anything. Sure. But I'm a horror hound, and I ended up finding the movie Spookies. Oh, good one. Uh, yeah, I found it on VHS um, at uh, like the Sony release. It's not, nothing special or anything, but I found a Spookies copy at this. Uh, this like, I think it was just because like I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna find shit here," and then I found that and was like, "Oh, okay, like <laughs> life is good again." Hell man. yeah, that's a rare one too. That's a good one to hold on to. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite movies. So yeah, it's nice. Cool. I think I think mine as of right now it's probably Hell's Bells, which is uh, a documentary that is about the the satanic uh, the satanic qualities of secular music of of rock and roll. Oh. It's a it's a it's a two day it's a two tape uh, like collection deal. Huh. It's a two-day watch. It's a two-day watch. <laughs> and it just it basically it's made by like this extremely conservative, like Christian parents organization that is just talking about how if you listen to any secular rock and roll, you're going straight to hell. It's really, really bad, but it's really, really fun to watch. That sounds amazing. It's so good. 
It's one of my favorites. I found that at a Goodwill probably about maybe a year ago wow. now. Something like oh, that. Yeah. Next time I'm in Seattle, we'll have to swap a few tapes, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Come come back soon, we'll please. Maybe burn yeah. a copy of that one. Oh, yeah. Make some dubs. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's dub some shit. Hell yeah. We we both have the the tools to do so. Both yeah, we'll me and Mike. Dub it up. Ah. Well, before we go, just this is for you guys. Where can people find you? Where can people follow what you're doing? Um, just kind of a little shout out to the stuff you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, so our uh, VHS distro company, Weird Life LTR, is on uh, weirdlifeltr.com. And then we have an Instagram where we post, you know, upcoming releases and like just fun stuff about us. And that's just at weirdlifeltr. Um, and those are like our two main squeezes. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be posting about our new film too at the park by the creek uh, as we start the release on that. So keep your eyes peeled on that. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, Jeremy, do you do you have any different kind of uh, Instagram or anything like that? Same, want to follow same you? thing. That's our tape-related stuff. You know, the two of us, the band we play in together is called Engine Summer. And, uh, you know, not a whole lot of tape action going on there. Maybe... A, a little bit here or there we, we we put out a tape of uh some music and visuals but yeah weird life ltr uh we like we kind of go classic with it as far as like having like promotions here or there um you know we ship a bag of popcorn with every release so it really instills that movie spirit you know free shipping you know we got it all so check it out that's great hmm. That is awesome. And so you guys send out, um, just like you were saying, it's expensive to send out VCRs. So you send out microwaves with all these bags, I'm assuming. Two microwaves. Yeah, you, can, you can get it pre-popped. Two, two microwaves. You can get your bag pre-popped if you want. I would just put it in the order, but I don't recommend that. Because <laughs> we ship a media mail, and it sometimes takes up to a week. So <laughs> the squirrels might be I'm sure the pre-popped, though, it's a little bit lighter. So. <laughs> Yeah. I get some chipping. Yeah, I don't know what you'd get. <laughs> some oh. caterpillars. Oh. Well, hey, thanks for having us, boy. Yeah, Ryan Ohm and Jerry Marsan Marsan. Yep. Marsan met the man. Uh yeah, it was super great to talk to you guys. And uh yeah, if you have anything you want to send to us, uh send to our Instagram. Let our listeners know what uh what you're all about cool because cool. i know a lot of people want to want to see the see the stuff oh yeah so. maybe, we'll, yeah. maybe yeah. we'll do a little yeah. promo code if they listen to this we'll give a coupon you know maybe let's just say the coupon yeah. is a vh quest for uh 15 off any tape starting when this releases that sounds good there we go Cheers. a little nice incentive people you hear that weird life films LTR is it Weird Life LTR? You got it. Yeah, no, Weird Life LTR. No, no dashes, nothing. Just Weird Life LTR. Weird Life LTR. Use the promo code VHQuest. Get fifteen percent off on some of their cool tapes. We were looking through it earlier, and there's some pretty, pretty sick ass covers and some cool shit that you're doing. Well, yeah. Again, thank you so much, both of you guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, this was really cool. Our first remote interview, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. Hell yeah! Thanks, guys. See ya. All right, video freaks, thank you so much for listening to VH Quest, brought to you by Seattle's first podcast network, Partyfish Media. Thank you so much to Ryan and Jared for taking some time out of their busy day to interview with us, uh, letting us pick their brains, pick their minds, and 
telling us what they've been up to recently. Seriously, Ryan, Jer, you guys are cool. You're tech. Keep on doing the quest, my man, man. Yo, our theme music is done by Will Paulson. Our logo is done by Chris Holsizer. You can find us on Instagram, as always, at VHQuestPod. Or on Facebook, almost definitely at VHQuestPod. Or shoot us an email constantly at VHQuestPod at gmail.com. And make sure to send us those dope reviews, yo. We're trying to figure out other movies to watch. So, if anything, you know what you got and you, you need to share it. Let us know what you found, where you've been, what you're doing. Make our job easier here. We want to know the movies that you're questing for. And because you're doing that, we have to say, as always, keep keep on on questing. questing!